Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're locked in right now alongside the great Barrett Brooks, Super Bowl champion, NBC Sports analyst here in Philadelphia, Harry Mays, myself, Aton Shander. And we'll be live joined by SportsMap Radio coming up in six minutes. But I guess at least locally, if there's any more element to this game that we could add outside of the little fear, maybe just trepidation that Barrett expressed in overtime yesterday, which we do at the end of the show every single day here on The Middle on phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. But Harry, I, I know you, I'm sure Barrett, you caught it as well. Joe Judge throwing a little jab or two. I don't know what else we could add into the mix with this game outside of Joe Judge's comments, right? Well, well go ahead, Barrett. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead all go right. Ahead. Well, yeah, that we can because I got a little nugget uh, just before the show on just how successful the Eagles have been on Thursday night football under Doug Peterson. Okay, is that right? They are five and zero, Barrett, on Thursday night football under Doug P. So ah, put, ah. put all of your fears at rest. The Eagles will be fine, okay? Deshaun Jackson's coming back. They're going to be fine. Yeah, I heard a little bit of a of a, a, a good note also. What are they, 7-1? Doug is 7-1 and one against the Giants. Carson, 6-1 and one against the Giants. That's even so better. The numbers are in our favor right now. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, yeah. so. But our offensive line still sucks. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm correct. sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> the all important number here. You forgot the all important number. What is their record against the Giants in black jerseys? Because they're rocking those Thursday night. Oh man, I don't know, but I hate the black jerseys. Well, you're you're out because undefeated, Harry, and they've covered a lot of those games as well. Well, that's good. I still don't like them. Great news for even the black jersey haters like Harry. Yeah. Great news <laughs> that the Eagles are covering all their bases. It's the Giants. It's Doug Peterson on mm-hmm. Thursday night. And whatever the hell laundry they're wearing that given night as well, they're covered on all three bases. So they Joe look, Judge is, is throwing shots, though. Yeah, he is, and I, I I'm actually with Joe Judge on this one, guys. I, I'm reading the quote. Batteries? I'm reading the quote here. Right, uh, my only rule is anybody who shows up that I either grew up with or have blood ties with, they have to wear blue. I respect their love for the Eagles from being in the town, but hey, look, man. You ain't showing up cheering against my kids as Christmas. You better come out in some blue cheering for us. Now, of course, he grew up in suburban Philadelphia and grew up an Eagle fan, and that's where all his friends and family, and I'm with him on this on this point. No, I can't be with him. Thank you, Barrett. <laughs> I can't be with him. I mean, it's just like my brother. I have a blood brother, blood brother. Yeah. He's my second. He's, he's, he's you know, right behind me. And I don't know how this happened, but he is a Cleveland Browns fan. And it didn't matter that I was playing with the Steelers. That's all. He didn't care. I mean, he had the audacity to put my niece and a damn Browns, uh, uh, you know, T-shirt and 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 skirt. I was pissed. I'm still pissed about it. A brown skirt. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, think about that. And and this is what I'm thinking. No self-respecting Eagles fan. Absolutely not. Anybody in this area, I don't care if they're from Exton or down in the shore, nobody, self-respecting fan of this team who grew up in this area would ask anybody to wear opposing jersey colors. Nobody. See, that's what I'm – maybe he was like more of a Flyers guy. Maybe he was Mm. more like a Sixers guy. And the Philly – you know, the secondary because nobody who was ever down at the link or the vet fellas would ask anybody who's from this area to wear big blue colors. I'm going to tell you the truth. What it is, it has nothing really to do with with – you know, them wearing the jersey. He feels comfortable with them now because they can only have, like, what, 7,000 fans in the stands? Mm. Now, if it was full capacity, 77,000 strong, there's no way in hell that he would say, guys, wear anything blue going into our stadium. We don't wear, play that. Wear the blue or stay home. Okay? <laughs> stay, home, stay safe and stay home. 
But okay. Like, right, right. Seconds or so before we pick up with the network, SportsMap Radio Network. But answer me this, at least, Harry, as somebody mm-hmm. who is for the Joe Judge comments, don't wouldn't we be crushing anybody who allowed Giants fans in there? Now he's going to subvert the means and methods of people trying to get in and just bring his family along that's going to be wearing their colors. If you're Joe Judge's family, just wear, like, what, neutral colors. Wear bland colors. Wear a bunch of tan out there and don't offend anybody. Well, you don't have to wear Giants uh, stuff, but just wear the color blue. Oh, what do you think that's going to look like? I look good in blue. I wear blue a lot. <laughs> Not during a Giants <laughs> at Lincoln Financial Field. There's context to when you wear Harry, you do look good in blue. <laughs> hey, listen, I got a story about this, that, uh, a personal situation where this this thing applies, and that's why I'm on his side. I'll let you know in the next segment. Right. I know we're short yeah. on time. We also have to talk about the Dallas Cowboys dysfunction. This yes. Week, and Barrett told a story about a coach quitting right there on the spot yesterday. And I think at this point, it begs the question, if this is one of the biggest disasters we've seen in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, especially with a football team with so much expectation in this miserable division. So coming up, we'll be joined by Sports well, Map Radio. And take it away. It's the middle. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You've got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network, a show where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, Here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Super Bowl champion, NBC Sports analyst, longtime radio vet, Philly local and national voice as well, and Harry Mays. And myself, Ron Culver, producing the program back at the house for Sports Map Radio in Houston. We are live locally from the Fritz and Bean Cooley studios. And we have a bunch in two hours. It's not enough. We always run overtime following. You can View the program on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And a couple of things will hit right away as we inch closer to Thursday night football. We have a big one. And it's not just because we here based in Philly are hoping to have any sense of reality that they can win this division. It's also because it's the national game. It's the only game. And we've seen, I would almost say far worse but we've seen worse matchups generate some numbers. So we know people in New York, people in Philadelphia at the very least will be watching Thursday night. A lot of fantasy implications because at least one team in Philadelphia is playing a bunch of guys that nobody has ever heard of. We also have dysfunction. And I don't know if we've seen this level of dysfunction in the NFL over the last 10, maybe 15 years. It's one thing to be a really, really bad team and players are just like, man, we're tired of losing. But what we have coming up, and we'll get into this, Joe Judge, the New York Giants head coach, throwing some shots down in Philadelphia. And we cannot overstep a major story in sports that's not football related. Oh, by the way, we'll sneak in some colleges, the Big Ten returns, and this might be one of the few days we can get away from the NFL. But last night, we see the L.A. Dodgers go up 1-0 in the World Series, thanks to Cody Bellinger, Clayton Kershaw. I think a lot of people out there owe Clayton Kershaw an apology. Absolutely. Champion, right? Barrett Brooks. Just heard him. Harry Mays coming. We'll talk about all that coming up on Sports Map Radio, the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. 
We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Now, remember, Barrett, Harry was all over Tampa last night. Well, I'm, I'm all over them for the series. Uh, Not for a game one, I said. I, I got them plus 175 for the series. They don't make enough money yet, man, so they won't win this. Dodgers going to spank that. <laughs> How crazy was that, though? It right. We split down the middle last night going into it. It was either Clayton Kershaw is an absolute head case mm-hmm. or Clayton Kershaw is going to dominate and the Rays are going to be cooked. He was brilliant last night. Gave him six great innings. What do you have? Eight strikeouts. Is that right? Yeah, he was great. He was very efficient. He only I only think he threw 75 pitches. So that, that's pretty key if this thing goes seven seven games because you know he'll he'll you know could throw three times. Right. And that's really, you know, they didn't overwork him last night. No, they did not, which is great. That would be a major issue of it. But I, look, man, I'm with Barrett. I just Something tells me that L.A. is just going to roll in this series. That's no knock on. I'm not trying to, you know, contrarian your bet by any means. Aaron. No, I mean, they've won four straight. They've looked really good ever since they caught fire against the Braves. I mean, they're, they're, they're loaded with talent. Right. Loaded. I mean, yeah. you, you're right. <laughs> so much talent. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I mean, $225 million on a payroll. Jeez. They ought to have talent. The Mookie <laughs> Betts is a freaking stud, isn't he? Yeah. He's and Bellinger. He is fun to watch. Romo did a lot about that uh, Jane Slater's cowboy tweet. Oh, Romo. yeah, that's I've got that tweet. Well, yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I was trying to look for the audio. Harry's favorite song from the 90s. I'm blue. Didn't they remake that song? Eiffel 65. I don't even know that song. I know that like awful pop song. I'm blue where the guys like blue in the entire video. Not tangled up in blue. No, what? The great Bob Dylan classic. No, not at all. all Guys, right. I'm gone right now. I'm, I'm I'm confused right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. Oh, what, right. What's going on? <laughs> there we go. Nice and easy. Flow with it. Just let it happen. Make it happen. Just ride. <laughs> it's the second level on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage from the o'reilly auto parts studios here's aton shander and cody bellinger stands in grounded out to first his first time up they claim to pull infield and outfield and he pulls one into right center back at the track at the wall it is gone bellinger Makes it to nothing, Dodgers, here in the fourth of game one. Now, that was a live mic in which Joe Buck was well aware it was being broadcast out. <laughs> All of Fox right there, Cody Bellinger's home run. And I, I feel like today, it, and any opportunity we have, Barrett, today is Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, myself, Aton Shader. You're in the middle here, phillyvoice.com, slash the middle, sports map radio across all sports map radio platforms. I think it's our job today, Barrett, to pull Harry over to the L.A. is going to win side because I don't I don't think he's still convinced after one game. His money aside, I don't think he's convinced that L.A. has more talent, has more money behind it in, in anything that will move with a bigger payroll and better pitching and everything else that comes with it. Oh, I'm firmly committed to the fact that they have better, more talent and more payroll. I mean, come on, man. Two hundred twenty five million. You know, they got a couple of stud pitchers. They got Bellinger's, you know, uh, an MVP type of player. They're they're stacked. Mookie Betts. I mean, the Boston Red Sox gave him away. And he is an absolute, he's a foundation kind of guy. He's a guy that teams build around. And he's he's, you know, you know, just an added piece that they got. It's it's amazing what they've put together. They should win the series. Yes, they should. They Convincingly. Should. Yeah. But I am winning in five. Oh, you do. Yep. When did you make that bet? Uh, last <laughs> night after they after they were up eight to one or whatever. Well, no, last no, you, those odds shift significantly once the, it's like the depreciation of a car. Yeah, take it off the lot. Those yeah. odds drop significantly. No, I I uh, talked to a good friend of mine, Adam Thompson. 
Mm -hmm. He's over at bookies.com. He's at like a 75% clip at the NFL and everything. So he told me that he really likes him in five. So I just, I was a parrot. And mm. as he was saying it, I'm on my phone, like punching it in. So Pete Thompson, <laughs> Pete Thompson, like you're locked in. Pete Thompson. That's was my that guy. Pete Thompson? No, not Pete Thompson. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm about to say, what the hell does he know about baseball? <laughs> oh, no. man. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, he is that guy. My fault, my fault. Yeah. yeah. Pete knows. Pete, if he doesn't know it, he'll sell you like he knows. Oh, no okay. question. He's, He's well-traveled in the art of BS. <laughs> so, so are we. That's my guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, you All right, already now, told me. Let me bring you guys into this, this situation where I can identify with Joe Judge saying that, hey, friends and family, guys I grew up with, uh, grew up loving the Eagles. If you're going to come to the game, I want you to wear blue because you should be cheering for me. My little nephew. Though, because it's like seven. How many people are going to be allowed, Harry? Probably 7,500. Barrett, 5,000 to 7,500 probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, fifteen hundred are essential personnel, like mm. players' families and things along those lines. So the players, right, coaches. Players. Yeah. So I think we're only allowed like fifty five hundred max. Okay. Just saying, like it's not a full stadium, right? That's right. all the context I wanted to add. Sorry, but uh, like last year, uh, my nephew's high school team. He was not on it yet. He was on the the junior high team because he was only in like eighth grade. Uh, played my whole high school, my alma mater up in Berks County, and we all went to the game, and I wore a Conrad Weiser football hat. Okay, that's my school. They were playing Twin Valley, which is my nephew's school. He's sitting right next to me. And I was, you know, giving him the business, and I was cheering for my squad, and they ended up destroying Twin Valley. But now this year, he's on the varsity. He's a starter. And I went to the game a couple weeks ago at my old high school, I sat on the Twin Valley side, and I wore green, which is their colors, not blue, and I cheered for Twin Valley because he's on the team. That overrides my my background and my alma mater. Mm. Your love for your, your blood yes. overrides where you spent years dedicating blood, sweat, and I'm sure a couple of tears? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you had some pretty big moments in high school. No. Right? Well, not, <laughs> not I'd, I'd like to say oh. that I'm going to have bigger moments, you know, in the next couple of years than I had in high school. I'm, I'm not a glory days guy. No, no, no. It's not about glory days, fellas. Hmm. It's not about peaking in high school. All right. This is not some 50 cent lyric. What I'm saying is it's <laughs> about the first or it's more about, you know what I mean? Like we all remember our first car. We all remember the first time, you know. We were with somebody. We mm. all remember our first kiss to whatever else you want to apply to that. We remember our first touchdown, our first basket. We remember our first, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's not about peaking and getting lost in those memories, but you had a lot of allegiance to that school, Harry, and mm. you turned your back on it. I did. I'm not that sentimental, Aton. <laughs> I'm not that. I take emotion out of a lot of things. I'm not sentimental. I move on quicker than most people do. Well, Harry, so so what what type of clubs do you use? Golf clubs? Yes. Uh, I'm using like Callaway's uh, Mavericks using Callaway's. right now. Yeah. All right. So so you wouldn't turn from those Callaway's for nothing. If somebody came and said, "All right, try these out," you would just stay stay with them. No, no, I I put that uh, I'd try the the other club out. Are you kidding me? What? That's blasphemy, man. You can't yeah. do that. I'm not getting paid by me? Callaway. What? Am I endorsing Callaway? What? Who am All I? Right. Phil Mickelson? That, see, that's what it is right there. The paying allegiance. See, that's what it is. If it has something to do with money, if it if it doesn't have anything to do with money, your allegiance runs really, really, really thin. Exactly. I see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, how am I different from either of you two guys? You're not. Right. You're you're trying to create and paint the picture that you are. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. No judge to come out and mandate that anybody who's related to him wear Giants colors. Thursday night. And look, this is a violation of the fan contract, no matter where you are. It just makes it worse that it's in Philadelphia, but it, it'll put a bullseye on you. Exactly. It, it's not. It, that's a great point. Why? Why put your family through so much stress? You know, in 5,500 or 5,200 people, mm -hmm. there's going to be at least 20 people that are going to ruin it for the rest of them and say something or do something stupid. Like why subject your family to that? How um, many fans have done that? Come on now. You know, I then then go the extra mile and put them in a suite. 
Joe Judge. You're getting paid millions by the by the Maras and the Tishes. Go rent out a suite and stick them in there so they don't have to deal with, uh, you know, 700 level types if they're going to be there. All right. So let me ask you this, Barrett. Let's say in a hypothetical world, Kansas and Kansas State are pretty good at football equally in the same year. Right. Huh. Now, this is a pretty good game coming up. And you have a blood relative that is playing at Kansas. I don't know. I don't, it doesn't matter where the game is. We'll say that it's at Kansas and not at K-State. I don't know if it would matter so much. Yes, but it does way, matter. Well, I'm saying matter as far as in this particular example. Definitely would matter overall. I'm just saying here. And you've been asked by your blood relative, the person, the young man who's out there playing football for Kansas, to rock a Jayhawks hat. Or at the very least, don't rock anything K-State. Don't rock anything Wildcats. What are you doing? I mean, that's tough, man. Because if that's I have a great blood, question, we'll put it like this: If I have a blood relative that's playing for the Jayhawks at that point, and I'm going to a game, I wouldn't wear a Kansas State jersey or a hat or anything of that nature. You would Good wear work. Jersey? I wouldn't wear the jersey. I wouldn't wear a hat, jersey, or anything else. But I would. But I would not wear anything. I would just be a regular guy. Like I wouldn't wear anything purple, mm-hmm. but also wouldn't wear anything blue. It had to be orange or black or something. I just walk in there and um and and be incognito, you know. So that's what I would do. I would I wouldn't because I, I, you know, I can't. You know, every fight. That's just like if I have a cousin playing for the for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. There's no way on God's green earth, even if I'm in Dallas Stadium, that I would urban. You know, I wouldn't wear anything Dallas. Nothing. I can't do it. That star just means means the worst it brings out the worst in me so i i couldn't do it no by no means could i do that no yeah and for for those asking that's a middle ground for those asking why you brought up k-state and kansas aton they might not know but barrett went to k-state so that's yeah yeah yeah. that was a wildcat not a jake hawk you know right right you you wouldn't wear your own stuff you wouldn't wear even if it's at k-state that game is in manhattan you're not playing it well if i'm in manhattan Oh, I'm wearing all K State stuff. Oh, I'm in my in my stadium. I'm wearing my stuff. Yes, I'm wearing my stuff in my stadium. But if, I, if I'm in the Jayhawks, I'm not doing that. So I think it's it's, it's wrong that uh the judge wants to get his his family beat up like that going to our stadium. I think it's wrong for him. You know, he's wrong for that. You can't do that to him. Live on phillyvoice.com slash the middle where you can watch and interact on the show. Sports Map Radio as well. We'll get up and hit this Dallas Cowboys dysfunction coming up. But before that, Destro's fan says, how is Harry different from Aton and Barrett? For starters, Harry has never been to a Walmart. Now, I disagree with that notion. <laughs> what do you mean? You've definitely been to a Walmart. I have not. Come on. No, sir. You've never stepped inside a Walmart. I've never had to. I know Barrett and I have. I can speak for Barrett. Bro. That's yeah. my favorite store. What are you talking okay. about? I've never been. How do you not go to a Walmart? Walmart has everything. You can you can go grocery shopping. Go I don't. Buy I don't do car, any everything. shopping. I send my wife to do all that kind of stuff. Bro, you are the man, dog. The only place there's... I go to shop is the liquor store. Well, you can get that at Walmart. <laughs> oh, you can. But yeah, it's not in Pennsylvania. Crazy. You can't. Oh, well, we're we're just behind. We're yeah. yes, very much so behind. You can go buy guns at Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah, yeah. I got a gun guy. <laughs> you know yeah. a guy. You can get a shot. I think that's one of the few places you can still get a gun up here. But well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Aton, Aton. Let's discuss this though. I, where did you find your wife at, man? Because my wife, I'm doing the shopping, cooking, everything else, bro. I mean, well, here's the thing. What do you got going on? Be a chef, like you used to run your own spot. Yeah, that's what I do. I love to cook. I mean, I, I do. So your wife is very smart, smarter than you in the sense of she absolutely that. Not only can she have you do the cooking, but the cooking is going to be really good. So <laughs> I, I, I definitely understand and respect her reasoning right there. Yeah, me too. We See, my wife and I, we eat much different stuff. She eats a lot of green stuff. I eat a lot of dead stuff. <laughs> like if I'm cooking, I don't really make much stuff that she does. And if she's cooking for me, she'll just make some pasta and stuff because she knows I'll stuff anything down my gullet. But she's well, a good my family's the same way. My family, they 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 put in orders when I cook. Mm. Oh, could you could you not put that in there? Could you put this in there? Could you cook me some of this right here? Well, I don't like you know I don't like uh, you guys call it gravy, I guess, but I, I don't like that type of tomato sauce. Could you make like a a, a white sauce with? I'm like, you know, this is this is 
this is not Burger King. You can't right. have it your way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I end up doing it, so they're used to it now. Yeah. All right, coming up, here's what we've got. The dysfunction in Dallas. I don't think we've seen anything like this in a long time. There was a record or near-record fish caught, and I guarantee you that Barrett has caught a fish somewhat as big as this one. I've never caught a big fish before in my life. Harry's probably somewhere in the middle. Instead of going to Walmart, he went out on a deep-sea fishing cruise. Yeah. And snagged the 85-pound tuna. Look at that. Did 85. you? Nice. You've nice. Got I caught a 55-pound one last year. All right, we got that coming up as well. Sports Map Radio at Sports Map Radio. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. It's the middle alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Tom Shander, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Got a lot with Dallas coming up. Man, this fish stuff, too. I don't know if you saw this fish story, but I'll probably. No, I did not. Good. I'll save it then live for it as well. I'm trying to find a picture of me and the tuna. Well, if you send that pic to me, then I can put it up for everybody here to see. Okay. Yeah. Can I text it to you? Uh, sure. All right. Which one? Do the Shander Show one. Oh, the 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 the, the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Text uh, did you email. did you get the email? <laughs> did he ever say that? <laughs> oh, Man. Yes. All right, we're good to go. We've got about a minute ten before we're back with the network. People that shop around. People weighing in on your uh, shopping stories. <laughs> Didn't wait. What is this from? Didn't Marty crash the DeLorean through the Twin Valley mailbox? <laughs> what were we talking about? Twin Valley? Yeah, Twin Valley. Oh, okay. I didn't know that at all. All right, I just sent it to you. All right. Got it. Man, I was good looking back then. It's <laughs> a long time ago, bro. Look at this. I caught a 55 pound yellowfin uh, last year. Did you? Did you? 55 yeah. Pounds, yeah. That's my thing, man. Some people smoke crack me. I go fishing, ride motorcycles. I think I look cool doing those type of things. Yeah, I used to ride motorcycles. I know, right? Love it. Between, between smoke and crack and that. Here we go. I was thinking this. I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Plan. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander. Alongside Garrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander, locked in the middle here. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. As I'm trying to pull this picture up real quick. Old school Harry Mays. Hmm. This is uh, this is a good one, man. By all means. This I, is I, like I, late 90s. Late 90s. Like 99, maybe. Well, the, the story reads that there was a pretty big fish that was caught and i don't know how big either one of you guys mentioned like 85 55 this was a 110 pound catfish that's a real yeah, wow folks oh they're ugly too mm -hmm. they're disgusting oh they're just filthy where at 
They're the uh, where in like Oklahoma or something? Not far, Georgia. Okay, well, Georgia, bit, I should say. A flathead? No, I, I don't know the exact. See, you're going to get all technical with your fish jargon here. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. A blue, a blue cat. Here's what it says: the 110 pound, six ounce fish beats Georgia's previous record holder by more than 17 pounds. Trones catch this guy, Tim Trone, measures 58 inches long, has a girth of 42 inches. Wildlife officials say Trone used cut bream as that's, that's cut a fish. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what type of. I guess they think that not enough people reading this would have any idea what like that they're different. That's a blue cat. I looked it up. It's a blue cat. Yeah. What's that's the a... difference between? I think a catfish. I just think of some ugly thing floating around the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> it's different. I mean, there's different speed. Like a blue cat's one of the biggest catfish here in North America. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's huge, man. A flathead for 110 pounds. I used to live in the Ozark. Well, I lived in from from St. Louis. We used to go fishing in the Ozark. Mm -hmm. And we used to at this place called Bagnell Dam. And in Bagnell Dam, we used to catch catfish out of there. I mean, 50-pound catfish. They sit as catfish at the bottom of the dam that are bigger than, like, Volkswagens because they wow. eat all the junk that falls down, you know. And they said, you know, they've been known to they, – they said they've been known to eat people. You know, people you, – people, I don't know what they call it when they, they stick the, their, their wrist in, in the – Noodling. Catfish. Noodling, yeah. I think it's noodling. Well, they say people used to go try to go noodling there, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't come back. Wow. So, so they got eaten. Like, yeah. like, the catfish just sucked them in. Yep. They put their arm down. The, I've seen this stuff. They do this in like Oklahoma too. Yep. <laughs> these people are crazy. They just stick their whole arm in the fish's mouth all the way down in, inside the fish, Aton, and they're up to the shoulder yeah. in the fish. And, and they're, they're trying to swim that. back up with this fish on them, trying to swim back up, trying to get back up, Um, you know, so they can breathe. And I was, I couldn't do it, man. I mean, what if it's a snapping turtle in there? You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's oh, those things are nasty. They die is not because of the catfish, but something else lurking around there. Like if I'm a predator <laughs> and I see what's going on, it, it would only take me one time to realize that I can get a double burger right there. I could get a twin burger. <laughs> I could get the fish, and I could get the jackass who's got his arm all right throat all at once. If I'm a shark or anything else, that's the value menu right there. Yeah, that's no right. question. Value menu. Now, look, we have this picture here, and in, in on the broadcast, phillyvoice.com slash the middle, if you're watching, then you can see it physically replaces Harry wow. on mm -hmm. shot. And I'm wondering, Harry, since you look so good back then, it, it, would you just like that to replace you moving forward? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> in fact, I got a couple of old pictures I'd rather put up than, than me now. <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, come you're on. PG, right? Yeah, they're PG. Of course they are. Okay, just making sure here. What do you think I am on a Zoom call? Yeah. <laughs> over here? Make sure that you are aware your camera is hot. It's hot. <laughs> All right. The, the mic is hot. The camera's hot. Everything's hot. Just making sure, my friend. Yeah. Goodness. You know, now I got to show you my fish. I got to send you my fish. Now I'm looking forward right now, Harry. Not the okay. Play action reel on the stream here. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle says, in Tennessee, you have to watch out for snakes inside the fish. Inside the fish. Inside the fish. Yeah. Now, see? See, again, wouldn't that be the biggest deterrent, right there, to not do this? Like, it's one thing if you live in a state or an area where you don't have to worry about jamming your arm all the way through your shoulder. I mean, it reminds me who was the first one to do this? Vince Carter, right? Where he dunked <laughs> and stuffed his entire arm through the rim as yes. like, how high he got was to be able to drop that in there. I don't need to see that in a fish. If there's a, a an even remote chance that I'm going to end up grabbing a snake. Mm -hmm. Can't you just buy chopped up catfish at the local Kroger at that point? <laughs> well, there's certain things certain people don't do, man. And I'm, I'm, and I'm not that guy. You've done this because do Baron and I have not. I, I've done, I've fished for catfish when I was a kid. You know, we do it at night and end up with like bar like bu buckets of them, you know, where they're just swimming around in a bucket. Like they're I, disgusting fish. That's I fish everywhere, man. I, I, you know, over there where the, uh, the Sixers, where they practice at, mm -hmm. down by the riverfront, you know, the, the, the museums or not the museum, but the, um, aquariums right there. Yeah. I've literally fished so right there where the baseball field, right. I fished right there. Caught catfish, caught catfish and stripers right there. Can you imagine? I'd rather fish the Springfield River from the Simpsons. With the <laughs> fish. 
<laughs> are, you, are healthy? No, you don't eat them. You just, you know, you just catch them. I, I never no. ate them. That's got no. that's got to be therapeutic, man. To be fishing down there on the Delaware, right? Catfish. Yeah, I'd rather fish not- inside the cooling tower at Limerick Power Plant than fish in the <laughs> Delaware River, Aton. You may get three eyes, you know, bumps and stuff on them, but hey, you just don't touch them. That's all. That's just catch and release, real quick. Maybe right. line. If you see three line eyes on it, just cut the line. All right, coming up, we I told about this Dallas dysfunction, but. There's something else that came out with the Cowboys we can touch on real quick and then hit through the break as well as we will be back on the radio to talk a little deeper about the dysfunction. But there is a new survey that's out. And normally I'll discredit and discount all of these surveys or polls of 300 people to represent 30 million. Mm -hmm. But in this case, I'm all about it just because it's ripping Dallas. According to this survey conducted by MI Bets, the opinions of more than 5,000 football enthusiasts were gathered up to find out that the Cowboys have the whiniest fans in the NFL. That is the term verbatim, whiniest fans in the NFL. You guys are just now noticing that? I mean, that's been what I've always said. They're always whining about something. Look at Always. This. A number of respondents said Cowboys fans have a, quote, victim mentality. Mm. <laughs> Everyone else, when their team falls short. <laughs> it comes from their owner. It comes from their owner. Why can't I get enough of this? Fans well, of the Patriots come in second, followed by the Bills, Bears, Eagles rounding out the top five. So we're five. Wow. And the Cowboys are one. Of course. Are you shocked about that? That people think we're whiny? Or no, I'm, I'm surprised it's as low as five. You thought we'd be. Yo, I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought yeah. I, I just knew you were going to say about, you know, two, three, two or three. Right. Yeah. Right around there. Now, Jeff Bruder says Ravens are up there. Ravens fans. What do they have to whine about? Well, Bruder's Bruder's a Pittsburgh Steelers guy. So that he's, he's anti Ravens. And here's the thing, though. Steelers fans are not whining. No. No. What do they have to whine about? Exactly. All they have is championship. I think Ravens fans are, again, I'm not a Steelers fan, so I don't see it up close. I didn't think Ravens had fans. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm still a little salty, guys. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm still a little salty. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sports Map Radio, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Keep it here. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. As we are back two minutes before we're rejoined by the network. So are you guys really, you thought that Philly would be higher on this list? Buffalo. How about Buffalo? Like what? Bills fans are whiny. I thought Bills fans were just miserable. Bills fans are too drunk to whine. It's <laughs> a good point. You know, <laughs> what is there to do up there, man? Seriously. I mean, it's, it's cold. It's snowy up there. Eight months a year. All you do is drink. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think fine. Like, what are you whining about? Your team has been miserable for so long. Right. And here's another thing, too. Victim mentality. Doesn't every fan base who experiences tough losses have that? Mm-hmm. I think so. Chicago. But they had four years of what they were, the, you know, the second best team in the world. You know, so, of mm-hmm. course, they're going to be kind of bitchy about everything. man. Buffalo, you mean? You know, I, I would be. Come second place. Buffalo, yeah. yeah, Buffalo. Come second place. Your yeah. only claim to fame is are, are wings that don't come from buffaloes. It's tough, man. But those guys jumping through, you know, f- burning tables and stuff out at you know Bills Mafia weren't even alive when those Bills right. were coming up runner up in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they saw more. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. On the back end of it, man. This bro, is I, there were some years here in Philly, man, where 
it was tough, real oh. tough, man. But you know, we never had fans to just 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 back out like these these Dallas fans are. You I mean I mean and, and look at look at that locker room, bro. For them to go through what they're going through, yeah, in Dallas is crazy. You know, no matter all the BS we've been through on this Eagles team, you've heard nothing come out of there. No, you've heard one thing come out, bro. That's you know, true. You got to give Doug Peterson a lot of credit for that. He absolutely, you know, he has kept it together. I mean, this isn't the first time that they've faced adversity, and you know, like they were what five and seven or something last year at one point, and you know, up against yep. the wall, and he ended up turning around. They were one and two going into the Packers game on Thursday Night Football last year, and go. found a way to win that game. I mean, every time they've sort of That's been right. faced with That's it. right. Yep. Yeah. Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios, here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, you're locked in the middle here. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And Sports Map Radio across all Sports Map Radio platforms. Our pals down in Atlantic City, 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio as well. And if you were listening in the break, which you should be continuously, the show doesn't stop. Harry was going off on the dysfunction down in Dallas, and it's a great place just to pick right back up. This thing is bad. I mean, we've had rumor before the Jane Slater tweet that came out today, fellas. We had rumors in the last two weeks, really three weeks. Newey Scruggs, who I'm sure you guys are. I know, Harry, we've had him on the show. Love Newey. Yeah, we should go down to Dallas and get Nui on because he's on the team as well as anybody. But Nui came on the local show I do here on the iHeart channel in Philly and said this two weeks ago, which is, Aton, I'm telling you, they've given up on Mike Nolan. They don't listen to him. It reminded me, I don't know if it's got to the level of Porsche laughing at a coach's face, but <laughs> described in Detroit, but I think it's getting to that point. Like, I think we're probably one loss away from it getting that bad. I just don't remember a team that wasn't expected already to be, you know, one in 15, two and 14. I just don't remember a football team that had decent to high. If you want to count how bad this division is and those expectations being high that they can win it decent to high expectations this year, coming into it, at least this year being this dysfunctional. We've seen bad teams, right? We've seen bad teams who are 2-14 and 14 are on their way to becoming two or three-win football teams, and it's natural. It's normal. Barrett, I'm sure you've played in situations like that where you knew, all right, this is not going to work. But we had expectations for Dallas coming into this year, and now to see six weeks into it, people turning on multiple coaches, this is worse than Dan Quinn. This is worse than anything that happened in not New York with the Jets, but it's worse than a lot of situations where Bill O'Brien, where guys just got fired because there's still this hanging over of this team. And where are they going to go? Mike McCarthy, they're locked in. Well, yeah, I mean, I've seen it happen. I've seen not necessarily a coach quitting on a team, but you know, I, I, I did experience also, you know, with my play with the giants. Yes. I did check a check from the, from the Maris. Great people. You know, but I mean, you wouldn't wear blue Thursday night. That's I, I can't do it. I I'll won't take do a it. check from him too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. I was. It, it, this is two, 2002 season. It's 2002 2003. I'm with the um with the Steelers, and we're in camp. And I mean, we had real two days those days. You know, I mean, we had pads on morning, afternoon. We went like four days straight of just straight pads, and uh, we were going out for our our, um, our first practice, knowing we were going to have two more you know, two of their pads and Strahan were walking down, um, you know, the, the, the path going to practice to the field and Strahan looks at me and said, Hey, uh, B Brooks, I can't do it today, man. I'm about to call practice up. And I'm looking at him. I'm, I'm new on the team. Like, what you mean? You're about to call practice. How you just going to call practice up like that? Hey, Hey, we're not practicing today. Hey, we're done for today. No meetings, no nothing. We're done. Hey, call it up. He turned around, looked at Michael Barrow. He said, yo, we done, man. We're not practicing today. Let's, let's, let's take it back in. Mike starts calling them, hey, let's go, let's go. He's And they turn around and everybody saw it. Tiki, let's go, let's go, let's go, Tiki. We're not practicing today. And everybody turns around and starts walking back up the path, going back to the locker room. And he got to the locker room. It's like, look, guys, we're not even going, we're not even doing meetings today. We need this break today. We're just going to stop. And at the time, Fossil's like, guys, what's going on? Guys, guys, we got to practice. We got to go. We got to, coach, we, we're done, man. We got a game in, in, in four days. We'll have plenty of time to get ready for this game, you know, preseason game. We're not doing it today. We're gone. Foss is like, um, 
Wow. Guys, we really and then turned around and said, All right, guys, all right, all right. See you tomorrow. See you Just tomorrow. Like Just like that. Straight hand, hey, it's time to stop. We're not practicing. Let's go. See you tomorrow. Hmm. How far away are we from that in Dallas, you think, with Mike McCarthy? Oh, it's, it's real. It's real close, you know, because they really didn't get a chance to know this, this this coaching staff. They don't know those guys. Not for real, for real. They didn't. They haven't been through the blood, sweat and tears of of, of going through uh, mini camps and um, OTAs. You know, those are all things in which you get to know the guys you're next to and the coaching staff that you're going to be dealing with. And, you know, they don't have respect for them. They're not going to be able to gain respect for them now. It's over. They're not going to be able to do it. You know, the only way they can really, um, you know, get this team back on track as far as defensively if they bring somebody else in because they are no longer listening to that coach. And it's, a, and it's a done deal now for them to think that they can go into the season and be anything other than horrible on the defensive side of the ball unless those guys want to play defense on their own and do their own thing, and they can't win that way. But now it's also leaking into the offense because you saw how they were on Monday night. I mean, they were just not – that's not a focused football team no, not on the all. offense either. Um, you know, so it's spreading around. I mean, I'm looking at this one quote on the coaching staff. There's a player that says they're quote, totally unprepared. That is an epic blast. That's a travesty. How does that happen? Oh, I think it's great. That, I mean, how does that come through? How does that get to the media, the main media? Right. Oh, so enough people have convinced whoever's reporting that, that it's true. Right. I mean, you, you probably have at least three players who are coming out and expressing their frustration to that level. So I love it because, again, when's the last time we've seen a team that was expected to be good fall flat on their face and then this fast pull the ripcord and mm -hmm. say, All right, that's it, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm out. I'm bailing. Stop this bus. You know that thing <laughs> on the bus where you can hit, like, next <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're pulling the rope. Exactly. <laughs> You've got guys on this team pulling rope on both sides right now on defense and offense. You know, we look at the Eagles. I mean, they were, you know, a, a dumpster fire. Yet and still, the past two games that they've lost, they've competed at a higher level than the games they had previously where they should have won. So, you know, they, you know, you have to, you know, just like you said, Harry, you have to commend Doug for, you know, keeping his troops, you know, fired up and, and, and heads and eyes forward, ready to play. Yeah. Dallas is at Washington or the, the football team in Washington this weekend, and it's about a pick them. Yeah, I have Washington winning that game. Wow, that wow. would be awesome. Here's why. And, <laughs> and uh, it has nothing so much to do. Well, first off, there's just going to be something wrong with that offense. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to click at all. It just means that there's something off about that offense. And we saw Dak take full advantage of being down, you know, 24, 28, 30 points and be able to put up numbers. But I think some people took that for granted that anybody can put up big numbers if you're down 28, 30 points. Dak's way more talented than Andy Dalton. And I think that's going to be a reality that they're going to face probably hard, smack him in the face. But I also think that Ron Rivera, look at the difference. Ron Rivera is focused. That team is yes. focused. They're not good, but they're mm -hmm. focused. And you know that's a big difference just going into any game on any week. You know, they have a they have a, a, a true leader right now on the defensive side of the ball. You know, he's the leader of that defense. Um, you know, they like they love Jack Del Rio. So those mm -hmm. guys at the end of the day, they have one solid um team as far as you know, you have the offensive team, defensive team, uh, and um special teams. And you have one at least uh sector of guys that are gonna go out there and ball and play as hard as they can for you. And as long as you have one, the other guys will follow. So you know, look look at the Eagles. We really didn't have it, but we have a head head coach that is centered enough to get those guys going. So I mean, they're going to get better and better as they get healthier and healthier. I love how dysfunctional this thing is, man. You it saw how, you saw the line go back up to four and a half in that Eagle game, Aton. Right? It went from three and a half five. to four and a half, and five. It was at five. Yeah, five and a half. Then it went down. It actually went to six at one point on DraftKings. It's bounced all around from five and a half to six to four and a half to four, three and a half, four, four and a half. Well, I see it now on uh, Fox at still. And, and here's the thing, though, is Doug today. Doug, So this is news for anybody in, in Fox here locally has it at five. But Doug Peterson said for all fantasy implications that Deshaun Jackson should play. Lane Johnson should play. So that I imagine is going to bump the line back up a little bit. Oh, Lane's no going to play. 
That's that's what they said. They said wow. Lane Johnson's going to play. Uh, how long he plays or for how many snaps, we have yet to know. Same thing with Deshaun. Both of those guys could be out the first snap. You're right. See him again. But the, but it's, it's the reason why they're going to play, because they have a longer resting period, you know, going into this Dallas game. And you know they're going to be hyped, amped up. And, you know, all the tour all in the world is not going to, you know, stop them from 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 going out there and playing. They're going to take tour all, you know, the day before. And then that day of now is that an injection? Dallas. Yes, toward yeah. all injection. Oh. all we call it the base, the bee sting. Man, that bee sting. You be out there running around. You can your leg will be broke, swinging in the air, but you won't feel it. Uh huh. all shots are like love for players, even though it it messes us up later on in life. But you know, during that time period, you're all good. You're wow. all you're not feeling anything. Well, now, Aton, I know you got a wasp. You had a wasp sting that you were going to tell us about yesterday. You never got to it. We need to hear right. about that. Well. I'll be a little brief here with this, basically. And, and I thought of you, Harry, because you've seen me, especially when you used to come over. We used to do the show in the same spot, in the same studio, mm-hmm. driving most likely away and then see me walking the dog where it would be you know, around the neighborhood and one hand would be on the phone. The other hand would be holding him on the leash. Right. I wouldn't even know which way or which direction I'm going. Just basically <laughs> walking this dog aimlessly. So we now live in a nice tight area. There's a cool back area behind the house, a neighborhood that we can walk him. And we were going on this road, this small road that I've walked countless times with him. And I'm texting back and going back and forth. It's all work related, right? I'm not just sitting there messing around. Mm -hmm. Next thing I know, we're stopped. And I'm like, all right, let me look up real quick to see because I don't want him eating anything, right? I don't want to be there up late 2 a.m. while he's you know, going outside every five minutes. So I look up and he's got his nose inside some nest oh. that fell. And oh. I certainly jack him back. Now, oh. I think one might have got him on the side or something. He looked okay, looked fine. He didn't have any issues or any reaction to it and wasn't even like jabbing at it. So he's a tough, Harry knows him. He's yeah. tough. He, he just keeps on moving. Me, though, I had this one that I couldn't get away from me. So he was on me, stung me. And I've been stung by a bee before, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know enough about my own body. Right. I don't know if I'm allergic to it. First off, I didn't know if it was a hornet or a wasp or anything. So I'm immediately going into hypochondriac mode. Right. I'm calling my mom. My mom's a doc. I'm trying to get her on the phone. My mom, she'll answer anytime. She could be in the middle of, you know, like, okay, what's immediately right. She's a Jewish mother from Queens. What's wrong? What's wrong? I call her, I say, what's wrong? So I'm finally, finally, I have something that's wrong. That's actually wrong. And I'm trying to get her on the phone here and she doesn't pick up. So I'm texting my dad. I don't get anything back. And I'm just like, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm picturing having to text my wife, who's a teacher and she's teaching. So I can't pull her out of class like some big blue, you know, bump on my leg where I'm going to have to you know, hobble my way home and anything. Amputate. Exactly. <laughs> scenario. And I started to walk a little bit and ultimately I was fine. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I just had this huge fit over a small wasp sting. But, you know, you see these stories, right? Like, I didn't want to be the story in the Daily Sun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man loses his leg after being stung (laughs) by a hornet or wasp in this case. That's the thing I thought of was worst case scenario and being the subject of some viral meme. (laughs) I mean, it it happens, though, man. Big Gibby, Aaron Gibson, the biggest NFL football player ever to play. He's like he was like six nine, four hundred pounds, had abs, uh, offensive lineman from uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Definitely afraid of getting stung by bee. We'd be out there practicing. If a bee is around there, he turned into straight girl mode and, and mm-hmm. started running. Oh, ah, ah, a bee, a bee. <laughs> Here we go, got four hundred pounds. You know, six foot nine, six foot eight. Well, I'm reading here on Philly Voice, guys, that venom from the Korean yellow jacket wasp could be a key tool in developing new antibiotics and alternative to treatments that are drug resistant. Is that right? Yeah. Well, maybe I got an early boost. Right. That's what this was. They were infesting the area and I got an early boost of antibodies in my leg now. I'm like a superhero. I mean, whatever, they, whatever it takes to make you feel good, Aton. We got you, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. No, hold on, hold on. But you didn't st- you still I sent the fish to you. You still haven't Say anything about the fish, I just text you, man. All right, well, let me get that up here. We got a break. We'll wrap the hour next year on Sports Map Radio in the middle on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. 
The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, we're locked in here the middle two minutes and we'll be rejoined by the network. All right, I got the fish now. All right, man, I finally got it. So, I didn't press send, man. <laughs> My fault, bro. I'm here cussing you out. Now you press send. Seriously, man. I hate to do it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my this thing is huge. Now, Harry's how how big was yours? Your fish, the tuna. Yeah, it was eighty pounds. And what is this? What fish is this, Barrett? That's a tuna, also. Okay, my goodness, man, these things are gigantic. Right, let me put this up here on the screen. I, I guess that it's, it's fifty five pounds. It's probably more than that. I just, you know, holding up in my arms. Where'd you catch this? Uh, about. 40 or 50 miles outside out, out of um, Wildwood. You know, I have a boat in, um, mm -hmm. in Wildwood. So out in the canyon. We're, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're probably about 20 miles from the canyon. We didn't go all the way out okay. there because I didn't want to spend the money in gas. You know, gas is expensive. Oh, hell, yeah. bro. That's a long trip out there, too. Yeah, man, that's like four hours. And then you got to come there. back home. <laughs> yeah, right. And it beats you up, man. It, it yeah. really beats you up. Oh, that's nice fish. That's a Thank nice you, fish. Uh -huh. Look at that tuna. <laughs> yeah. Look at that tuna. And, and, wow. and, and where's the bat? Um, I split it up with everybody on my dock because I don't really eat tuna. So mm. not like not like that. You know, I was like, you know, they were, they were just cutting it right. It was yeah. still moving. They just cut sushi like, grade tuna, bro. Right. I'm like, nah. Yeah, not it's good I. stuff. Not Man, I. I'm not that, those things look pretty similar. Yeah. Nice fish. Yeah, weight fish. Yeah, wait and, and everything, too. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice fish. <laughs> that's a beautiful fish. That's oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right, here we go. Horseradish mustard, it's even better. Scotty Farrell, what do you think Farrell's thoughts would be on that tuna fish? From 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> we had to get a little Scott in there. Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, two big fishermen here. I didn't realize that I'm jammed here in the middle between two big fishermen. No, Barrett's a fisherman. I, you know, I was, that was a, you know, that was a one-day thing. That's a nice fish, but, you know, were I not with the guy that gaffed that thing, that thing would have never hit the boat. <laughs> All right. Now, what's gaff mean for people that have no idea what the hell you're talking well, about? Well, it's like the spear that you put in. You get it up to the boat. I did all that work, and then you gaff the son of a bitch and bring him into the boat. <laughs> huh? And you pull it, and you and you yank it out the water. Right. You were done. You're actually tired. I mean, tired, mm -hmm. tired. Your, your muscles actually hurt, you know what I'm saying, as you're bringing these fish in. Oh, yeah. So that, I mean, it's real. It's real. How it's definitely you, real. Barrett, did you have to gaff that, or did you just yank it? No, we had to gaffin. We had to gaffin. Yeah. Oh, this, this is like that guy on the motorized skateboard who had that TikTok viral video when you find out he's motorizing around. I thought you guys yanked this sucker out of the ocean with <laughs> your bare strength of knowing that, of course, it's a deep sea fish here. But now I find out you had to gaff that sucker. Yeah. Oh. Bro, some of these fish you can't take out the water will bite you, man. They don't play around. Some, some of these fish will eat you. You can't just just go out there just stick your hand in the water, man. It's no, no. I, I went, I went tiger. I caught a, a um, I caught a six foot tiger shark before. Six foot. No, it was bigger than that. that. Seven foot. It was a seven foot tiger shark. Well, you got to shoot that thing. You got to shoot that right. with a shotgun. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, and, 
you know, and dudes work, talk huh? about no, 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 dudes talk about, <laughs> oh man, let's let's get on a boat. No, man, we're not getting this on a boat, man. If that shark comes in the boat, I'm getting out the boat, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't need to get it in the boat. Well, that's you why know, you get the 12 stay gauge it out and blast that. Right. Blast <laughs> it. Uh, you up, know, the, go ahead, man. Go ahead. We got the big Ted coming up. We also have more from Mike McCarthy, some comments regarding the anonymous player snipes Adam, and we'll sneak in some more fishing. Oh, that's beautiful. That is amazing, man. I love it. I can't believe that you have to shoot that thing like and a shotgun. A shark, yeah, man. You yeah, some things you just don't get in a boat. You just enjoy catching it. Exactly. And then he turned around. He uh cut he, he took some yeah, he he cut he cut the, he actually cut the hook. It was mm-hmm. a hook. He he put his hand down to cut. I'm like, dude, you save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.